music for the podcast. Uh, we don't actually have any theme music, so someone will probably make one up for us. I don't want to name any Rachel. I hope it's Rachel that does that for the podcast. Do you want to do the introduction this week? Oh, it just grows on me every week. That song. <laughs> it's so sad that I like that song so much. Hello! And greetings from the tiny room. Think of a place. Think of a door in the place. Think of a door that leads to something smaller in a place. You have entered the tiny room. Uh, in there are two Irish lads who uh, <laughs> love talking about stuff that people don't actually care about, yeah. especially girls. Um, no, that's not fair. I'm I'm moderately not not unattractive uh, podcast host Ben Colby, and I gave away my second name. No, it's all right. We've uh, been <laughs> With me is my, my seriously attractive co-host, uh, Michael Leonard. Hello. Um, so we're going full names now. Takes <laughs> <laughs> so out. This is how um, the Terminators are going to find us. And that's how that's how Ben starts a podcast. Uh, Mick, welcome back. Thanks, Ben. To your tiny room. Back in the tiny room. Um, which, you, which you decorated and designed yourself. So. Mm. I did well. My, well, my brother did it a lot. He's a, he's a fine man. craftsman. He's a carpenter man. He's a fine craftsman. I mean... See, I could say that without it being a brother compliment, but the place is solid. It's a solid shelving unit. I often rest cups of water on it. Beautifully designed shelving unit. RL Carpentry, for and, all your carpentry needs. And I'll tell you something, there's no Jurassic Park shake here. No. If there were T-Rexes outside Mick's house, there's that water wouldn't there. move. There is actually a T-Rex in the shelf. Um, it doesn't move, though. It's made of plastic. Fine, fine craftsman. Mm. Terrible taste in films. I hear uh, Prometheus is a still is a, a favourite of the family. Still, lo- no, no, not the family. I hate Prometheus. <laughs> he still loves Prometheus, although he did tell me that he loves Prometheus slightly less because of Alien Covenant. Ah, fair enough. You can't argue with that, <laughs> can you? That's that's some solid critique in there. Um, to be fair, we here at the Michael and Benjamin's podcast are very against gatekeeping, so I'm I'm quite against that. But you've got brotherly rivalry, so did I'm you say gatekeeping? Gatekeeping, gatekeeping, like keeping gay people in your house. Settle down, only consentingly. Um, <laughs> Jesus, no gatekeeping, which is the practice whereupon people who are smug and act like they know loads of shit about a topic where they really shouldn't be smug mm. decide who can enjoy oh. the things that they like. For example, you're not a real gamer because you're a girl. Yes, or because a lack of penis somehow makes it so you can't enjoy things on screens. Yeah, if you really love the turtles, you wouldn't know who Ice Cube was. That doesn't make any sense. It actually does under gatekeeper logic. <laughs> <laughs> you can't be a, a Teenage Ninja Mutant Turtles and a 90s rap. <laughs> turtles. <laughs> Do you want to re-record that? <laughs> That's actually a... Uh, Okay, so let's come clean. We are actually an alternate dimension version of Michael and Benjamin, who couldn't make it this week. Um, and in our universe, it's the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, I think it was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, and a love of 90s rap, uh, i.e. Ice Cube, uh, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are mutually excuse- <laughs> exclusive. God, my language is just not working today. Keep saying turtles. <laughs> Turtles. Keep saying turtles. Who was your favourite Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle? Michelangelo. Mine was Donatello. <laughs> You're committing to the bit. <laughs> oh, so, Michael, why are we in the tiny room this week? Well, we do a podcast here. Oh, yeah. Um, what are we talking about? Oh, so there's some news. News, eh? There's not a lot of news. There's not. It's been a sparse week. I think we're in the... See, I, I think we over-newsed 
uh, with our our South Dublin County Comic Con. That's um, true, but that's not our thing. fault. No, that's but the the media is saturated. Mm. There's there's no room for it. Also, we're in the kind of end of summer slump. It is. It is. The blockbusters are now winding down. The Oscar fodder is starting to be pumped up. Yeah. So we're going to get a lot of going to get a lot of art house stuff see coming the, in. See the push for Wonder Woman to get an Oscar. What? Yeah. Disagree. Great film. Not an Oscar contender. Good film. Not an Oscar contender. Fair enough. I wouldn't say a great Fair film. enough. You can take yes. it whichever way you want. An app. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So, let's get on to that. <laughs> yeah, so, also, all the films that are coming out at the end of summer films this year seem to be a bit lacking in luster. They're, 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 we've, we've had uh, Dark Tower... Not flopped. getting not getting good reviews. Flopped. Valerian. Flop. Bit of a flop. We have that other one. Oh well Dunkirk is doing pretty well. Dunkirk's but doing okay, but that's not at all in our wheelhouse. That's not our department. That's a war film. We haven't had a decent war film in a while too. Yeah. There hasn't been a there hasn't been an old war film in a while. And I'd not say the one. I'd say the vets were getting a bit antsy. Like, <laughs> all right, come on. Do you think We're the greatest generation. Get us, get us back on screen. There's not many of them left. There's not, but the ones that are left, they're fucking cantankerous. <laughs> they, <laughs> they were demanding a film. They they wouldn't buy a lot of film tickets, though. You wouldn't make a film for them. Yeah, they do get senior discounts, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, not a lot of profit. Yeah, so there's not a lot of news. The only kind of bit of news is there's a Domino now. Yeah, Domino. I Yeah, Domino's back. Okay, so what? would you like to ask the question? Ben, what even is Domino? What even is Domino? So... Let me tell you a story. All right. About a man Domino who decided to become an artist. Right? Okay. But couldn't draw feet. Or biceps. <laughs> or proportions. <laughs> or facial features with any kind of differentiating aspect. And that man's name was... Rob Leefield. Mm. Uh, and Rob Leefield is a creator of a number of heroes who are rising to prominence of late because Fox only has one franchise and it's going to flog it to death. Right. Like a tired pony. Um, however, that being said, Deadpool is a Rob Leefield creation. Deadpool the movie is really, really good. I quite like Deadpool the movie. My sarcastic bit was not at all aimed at the Deadpool movie. Uh, it was aimed at Fox. Uh, Deadpool is the uh, regenerating degenerate, uh, the merc with a mouth. Um, he is the red and black uh, assassin for hire. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's quite funny, uh, insane, uh, quite entertaining to watch when played by Ryan Reynolds, mm-hmm. uh, who was pretty much born to play that character. Uh, or maybe Deadpool was born to play him I'm not really sure uh, it's all very meta when it comes very to the marketing meta. and that kind of thing so Rob Leefield is the creator of that he is the man who defined 90s comic books hyper masculinity big guns big even chests. though you had like superpowers mm-hmm. everyone wore a gun belt there were straps everywhere big thighs tiny feet big thighs tiny feet thick necks tiny hands um, he can't draw uh, a fun game to play is go through Rob Leefield's drawings and spot the anatomy mistakes that's something that uh, aspiring comic book artists actually play they're not mistakes game. sorry they're creative style. choices yeah. um, 
Bullshit. Um, so, Rob Leafield is actually known as a bit of a bollocks as well in the comic book community. I think, yeah, he's, he's a bit of a dick. Mm. Um, he's, Poorly drawn dick. He's <laughs> it's uh, very, very, very veiny. It's got a lot of straps on it. Oh, <laughs> oh no. So, he's actually a co founder of Image Comics. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and um, he draws in what's called the heavy render style. And we've talked about this before. We have. Can we talk about this on the we podcast have. or this in real life? Up. No, it's come up before. Um, and he is actually the style that everyone parodies when they want to do uh, take off of a nineties comic. Yeah. Uh, which they quite often do with Deadpool comics now, where he throws his mind back to the nineties and everything is very dark and grim. That is him. He created a large series of superheroes, all of which had a mutant superpower, but also loved heavy artillery. Guns. So, he is actually responsible for most of the current Deadpool canon. He probably carried credit characters who you imagine talk like this. Yeah, and they do, because everything is urgent. Everything has a deadline. Dun, 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 dun. He's pretty much Jack Bauer on steroids. Everything he draws is Jack Bauer on steroids. Rob Liefeld is on steroids. No, I did okay. not say it. Well, it does sound like I said that. Rob, not on steroids. <laughs> um, so, he actually created Domino. Mm-hmm. He created Cable. Mm-hmm. He created Deadpool. Mm-hmm. All of whom are set to star in the upcoming Deadpool 2. Good. And we just had a big reveal, which is... Mm-hmm. This is your part. Oh, do I have to do it? I've forgotten her name, though. Snazzy Beats? <laughs> Zazzy Beats. That was close enough. Zazzy Beats from Atlanta. Is, it, is that Atlanta the TV show or The Place? No, Atlanta The Place. Atlanta The TV show is admittedly quite good and a good critique of black culture in from inside. She could be. Surely she is. Um, I don't know. We can Maybe. do a quick Google search. We, if you like. we, we do a quick... Uh, look, we're going to include the viewers here. So, okay, Google. Is Zazie Beats in Atlanta The TV series? You've set off both of our phones. Here are the top search results. It's just showing me Zazie oh, Beats yes, IMDb no, yeah, page. She is. She is. She is. She is in Atlanta, the TV yeah, series. She's actually from Germany. Oh, that explains the name. Ah, then I misread, and what it actually is is she's from Atlanta. Yeah, and that's where we know her from. <laughs> uh, as, but that's very confusing. To be fair, from Atlanta. Yeah. Like I, I, I would legitimately make that mistake. Like when anyway. we say hello, I'm Mick from Michael and Benjamin's podcast. Anyway, people think that's a place. That's never happened. Michael and Benjamin's podcast is a place. So what do you think? Imagination and what, what do you think of the casting? Casting is a sort like I don't. I have no attachment to Domino. No, who does? Domino has been a supporting character for the X Men. She's been a supporting character for uh, Deadpool for many years. Mm-hmm. She's Deadpool's no bullshit, com- like friend, not friend. Classic. Rob Liefeld naming as well just a cool word just a cool word and then he actually designs the character to look a little bit like the thing for example Domino is chalk white now I'm not saying that she doesn't see the sun a lot what I mean is Domino is literally chalk white she has one defining characteristic which is usually a short haircut and a large set of jugs because <laughs> Mike just Mike just pushed his two together to make one solid one um, and she has a large black spot over her eye have you ever seen to make her look like a domino have you ever seen the YouTube channel Bats in the Sun no they do um, fan films basically fan beatdowns oh. where the two characters fight each oh, other oh I have seen that I have seen that and that's their version of her that we'll include it in the video include it in the video um, she's, she's very comely yeah 
But um, she looked that's bang on. That's that's, that's what she should look like. Well, well no, sorry. Word. I take I'm taking away the modal. Uh, not should. There's no should in casting. That looks like the comic book. It looks very, very, very source material loyal. Yeah, yeah, but um, not ridiculous. Not ridiculous. No, it's it's a well, well adapted version well, of her. Cos- well it's good cosplay. Yeah, good cosplay. Mm. Um, her powers are a little bit silly. Mm-hmm. Um, she is lucky. Uh, he also created another. Rob Liefeld created another uh, mutant with the same power called Longshot. Longshot's not a mutant. Uh, Longshot's not a mutant. He's a alien. He's an alien from Mojo World. Mm. Mojo World is where he's from. They were set up in the 90s as enemies of the X-Men. They're genetically and cybernetically altered aliens yes, that get powers. Not a mutant. Yes, six fingers. But it's very like Domino. What Longshot and Domino do is they alter the odds in their favour, no matter what they're doing. Mm. Now... He has four fingers. This opens up a can of worms. I like you. It's just ignoring you. I'm not engaging with this you, at all. You're doing your I'm not allowing this. Why does he have four fingers? No, he just has four fingers because no, he's just genetic. Okay, he's a lethal swordsman uh, and oh, he, can, uh, he can. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> I hate 90s X Men canon. It's so hard to keep up with. Uh, Longshot loves an L gun. Um, no, he, he has Thrones Thrones Like Gambit Yeah Like Gambit uh, So they're all very similar Around this era He has a mullet He has a mullet He does And he's long shot uh, Loves to sleep with the ladies mm, He has sex powers I think Does he have sex powers as well? Yeah, I think he has Like he's, he has pheromones Or something That it's makes him run sexy. It's sexy It's <laughs> sexy time Yeah, By so Concord's reference Domino is um, Look powers, right? Domino is look powers So what she does is She all The Odds always fall in her favour. That's not a Hunger Games reference. It is. Um, but it, it is. But she doesn't really need that good look of may the odds ever in your favour. They are. Um, and this causes a little bit of controversy because it opens up a can of worms. Are the forces of fate operating in the Marvel Universe, in which case does any character have agency or free will? No. Because if she can adjust fate or if fate smiles kindly on her, does that affect things? So no, obviously that opens up far too much of a plot hole in everything that they do. So what her powers actually are is she affects the minds of opponents so as to throw them off their balance oh. and allow odds to fall in her favour. With her, that doesn't explain her pheromones. having an inflect uh, an effect on the pheromones as he... Mick just adjusted his bustier uh, as he made that comment. Um, Rob Leefield, along with drawing tremendous pecs on men, draws some tremendous assets on women. He does. He's a bit of a weirdo. He's just a terrible artist. It's like he's never seen people. It's like he's an idiot. It is. He's had people described to him. Yeah, and he's just drawing them. It's a play those cave scenario, only yes. the lad doesn't want to leave the cave. He just wants to draw a little sketchbook on the floor. Yeah, with millions of dollars. With millions of dollars, because he makes a lot. Um, so yeah that's her powers Um, she's a mercenary like Deadpool uh, and she's a crack shot Um, she'll probably be good oh no she'll be great so Zazie Beats is is causing some controversy Michael um, because as usual people can't seem to handle it when you cast a traditionally although we've never really defined okay so to be clear Zazie Beats is an African German shall we call her I don't know anyway she's black I don't think that's controversial to say she's black um, she has they've changed her spot over her eye mm-hmm. in the comics it's a black spot over chalk white skin in this it's a white spot over black skin 
Brown skin. Brown skin, but I'm using black in the. No, I know what you mean. In the. But if she were, if she were very black. Yeah. Then the black would not show up. But she's only she's 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 quite a light brown. It's not like the black wouldn't read. But who are we? It's look. It's it's a choice. It's a little nod, I think, to the fact that they changed the, the race of the character. Well, look, it's Deadpool. It's mm. probably a nod. I, I would imagine Ryan Reynolds will have a line in the movie. Will be like, "Didn't that used to be black?" Mm. Um, something like that. You know, there'll be a yeah. line like that in there somewhere. It's like, I don't remember you in this shade. Something like that. <laughs> like something ridiculous like that. He'll know her from her from his Ryan mercenary Reynolds. days. Um, you know, something like that. Um, and then later on she'll pummel the crap out of me like is this the race thing is this because I mentioned and then like it'll be that would be interesting there'll be a lot of stuff like this coming up but naturally we've cast a traditionally white character though I would argue that that's undefinable Mm -hmm. because Domino has always been chalk white and her ethnicity has never been mentioned do you think she could be black or Asian or Asian we don't know or her, Polynesian her ethnicity has never been directed she has always been chalk white with a black spot over her eye you can't tell mm. it's like Tombstone or Vision. Tombstone in the comics Tombstone is black but he's albino well that's not like that that's not the same but no but as in his ethnicity plays no role in his actual appearance anymore mm. you understand it's been removed do you understand? But a black albino has much bigger connotations than someone who's just. Well, there's always he features in Deadpool white. stories quite a lot, mm-hmm. and Deadpool makes fun of the fact that he has a difficult time being black or taken seriously as a black man because he's albino. You see, that's a much bigger issue. That's a much someone, bigger issue. Someone and who's just white skinned It's interesting. So, Literally look, white. It's open. It's open to can of worms with canon fans because they're like, "Oh, she's not black in the comics," and yeah. they're having this fit because she's black now. Get over it. Why is Idris Elba black? In yeah, because Norse gods were never black, or the man in black. Why is Idris Elba not the man in black? He should be. No, he shouldn't, Ben. That's racist. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Darn. Right, let's Darn. move on. I, I've fallen into a pitfall. So anyway, I think it could be fun. I'm looking forward to Deadpool too. Yeah, it'll be I, good. I think she's probably going to be fine. Yeah, I have to watch her a little bit in Atlantis. See how I feel about her. Uh, Domino is traditionally kind of. Uh, Overly confident, doesn't really take any shit, calls no, yeah, Deadpool no on this stuff. She's not a lot of banter. No. Although, in recent incarnations, she's kind of loosened up a bit. It's kind of hard to tell. They have a frequent dynamic of, you're my best friend. It's like, you're not my friend. Mm-hmm. That's that's their dynamic. Mm-hmm. Deadpool is like, you're one of my only friends. And then Domino is like, we're not friends. Yeah. She's it's, not crack. It's that dynamic. She's no banter. Look, it's Rob Leafield there with stuff. They're all very fucking serious. <laughs> um, Deadpool was very serious when he was incarnated. Uh-huh. Incarnated. By, in, by, in, that, in his original incarnation. Oh, yeah. Because he was um, in the Deadpool. Yeah, exactly. But took he was very serious. It took him a while for him to find his voice. Um, who did that? Was it Jeff Loeb? The original? Did Deadpool. Jeff Loeb make him insane? Oh, I don't know. I kind of I'm going to hazard a guess and say it might have been Jeff Loeb who gave him his schizophrenic. You think? Was that Jeff Loeb before he started ruining everything? Before, yeah. Pre, pre-ruined Jeff Loeb. Before. What do you mean? He ruined everything. Like? The Ultimates. Yeah. He ruined that. He butchered that. He just destroyed it. The whole Ultimate Universe collapsed because of Jeff Lowe. And then they had to do the Annihilation event. And then that was crap. And then Shut they got him after that as well. And then I really oh, like the Ultimate. No, Jeff Lowe's the worst. Anyway, let's let's move also on. Also Hush. Yeah. Hush was weird. Yeah, Jeff Lowe's awful. God. You're awful, Jeff Lowe. Get out of here. But if you'd like to sponsor them, no. Yeah. Don't. Let's move on. Let's talk about something else. Uh, okay. 
I've seen Valerian. I've not cared. No, I think I'm the only person who's seen Valerian. It's, but you see, this is the thing. Valerian has received a ton of internet hype. But here in the lovely fair city of Dublin, mm-hmm. it hasn't even made a drop. It's a drop in the ocean. Like, I've seen nothing for Valerian. I went to see it on... Saturday? Saturday? I went to see it on Saturday. Did you know? I did. There were about 20 people in the screen. Yeah, like it won't draw a crowd. No. And there's a reason for that. Because the, the comic doesn't draw a crowd. Oh, know. that's what you think. Yeah. Well, I don't... No, sorry. That's... The comic doesn't draw a modern crowd. Mm. Well, let's... Ben, what even is Valerian? Well, Michael, it's funny you should ask that. It's not like it's a dynamic on this show or anything. <laughs> but... Well, that's, uh, how we, that's how we set up everything. Valerian is a uh, comic book, a French comic book. So la la. We're, we're already in different territory from what we're used to. Or, as, as the French would say, territoire, territoire différent. I'm pretty sure that's right, actually. For those of you that don't, <laughs> I think it is. For those of you that don't speak French, that means different territory. Mm-hmm. Um, so, European comics and American comic books are chalk and cheese. Um, I have a lot of chalk analogies. Today. Yeah, lay, lay off the chalk bin. Is that a, they're oil is that and a water. euphemism for cocaine? No, they're oil and water. Because you know I love cocaine. Talk about Valerian. <laughs> this is it's 45 sorry. minutes. Come sorry. on. Sorry, sorry. Uh, Valerian is... Uh, <laughs> Get on point. What's wrong with you today? <laughs> Very rambly mood. Um, so, sorry. Valerian. I'm sorry for shouting at you. <laughs> 1967 French comic book uh, created by Pierre Christian and Jean-Claude Mézier. Uh, <laughs> Or Mesiel, it depends on how you say it. Yes. Um, so uh, the Monsieur. comic is um, very typical of the era. Uh, no, so French comic books are very different to American comic mm. books. Generally, space odysseys, a lot of sex, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of saucy moments. Good. Um, very, but sometimes very erotic. I like it. Um, same with Italian comics. Mm. Um, there are a couple of uh, really famous examples. Yeah. Um, but Valerian is a space opera. Mm-hmm. Uh, by any other name um, space opera about Valerian and Laureline Laureline is his girlfriend slash partner. love interest slash, slash business partner, partner. yeah, yeah. Um, mercenaries for hire not mercenaries more like heroes for hire mm-hmm. I think um, it's a big old space epic um, very French uh, a lot of political stuff a lot of a lot of cigarettes in a space. A lot of cigarettes. A lot of sex in space. Floating, flo- floating like bearskin rugs. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That kind of thing. Um, yeah. So uh, that's what it is. And the reason you've never heard of it is because most people that are into mainstream comics don't really err on the side of European comics. It's the reason that I've never heard it that I'm not French. This is also possible. Or Belgian. It has been trans- it's, it has been translated into several languages, which I have here. Hang on, just give me one second. Dutch, Danish, English, Finnish, German, Norwegian, Polish, Portuguese, Spanish, and Swedish. Literally everything has been translated into English, though. Well, not literally everything, but you know what I mean. A lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. Awesome. Almost everything. So it ran until 2010. Oh. Um, I'm not sure why it was cancelled, I would imagine, because modern audiences maybe didn't pull to it as much. Do you think maybe that might have something to do with why the rights were available? Oh. That's complete speculation. Uh, I think they wanted to give Jean Luc or no Luc Besson. Luc uh, Besson. Jean Luc Renoir Besson. I think they wanted to make a run Lola run 
Not Run Lola Run. What's his space opera? The Fifth Element. Fifth Element Two. Yeah. I think they wanted to make the Fifth Element Two, and I think they found him another space opera. Well, here's the thing, right? I think he found it first of all because he put a lot of his own money into this. Oh dear. Um, which is not going to work oh, out very well. Oh dear. Um, he made Lucy, and Lucy, inexplicably, was a smash. Even though Scarlett Johansson, I think and I'm not like exaggerating here, she turned into a fucking thumb drive at the yeah. end, yeah. with all of human knowledge. That's a physical thumb drive. What? Christ! Dear that was stupid. God. And you know, Ben, as you know, there's very little that upsets me more than making up science. Pseudoscience is not your best pal. It's all oh, that rile me. And I, I caught Mick earlier this week with an omnivore comment. You did. He wasted no time in cutting me down to size. And rightly so. Um, um, what for was those of you that don't know, by the way, because they really should know this to understand uh, your, your past, your dark and murky past. I'm a past. recovered scientist. He's, uh, Mick is actually a recovering scientist. No, he, I'm recovered. Are you fully recovered? No, I'm, I'm Congratulations. Better. Ten years off the wagon. Ten years off the wagon. On the wagon? On the wagon. On the, on the wagon. wagon. You get on the wagon. I haven't had a pipette in my hand for ten years. That's good work. So look, I'm uh, recovered. I'm fine. Just but he he remains awfully, awfully suspicious of pseudo shite. And look, that's the funny thing. I'll take science superheroes, no problem. Mm, well, because that's fictional. Yeah, and but decidedly that whole Morgan Freeman ten percent of the human say, brain. Say we only use ten percent of our brain, but in a Morgan Freeman voice. It's widely known. That the human mind only uses 10% of its capacity. That's bullshit, Morgan. That's makey-uppy nonsense. Well, I'm sorry, Michael. <laughs> yes! <laughs> All right. I'm satisfied now. <laughs> apology from Morgan Freeman. Um, but you could listen to me for hours. Yeah. That's... I could talk about and tell you that 10% of human beings recycle waste in a 5% efficient capacity. <laughs> and just... you would sit there and listen to me. That's bullshit. Stop, Morgan. Responsible. I st- the I'm masses still- respond to me, Michael. I'm still angry with you about that whole penguins thing, but that's a whole other podcast. Misinforming people about penguins. Penguins. Penguins are real fucking sneaky little motherfuckers, and you had them thinking that I'm not going to talk. They're making people think that they mate for life. And they're basically little feathery penguins humans. Penguins are among the most romantic of all. They are not. The they're little species. pricks. Penguins are pricks. They can also fly very easily. <laughs> However, they are lazy as fuck. Shut up, Morgan. I've been Morgan Freeman. You're welcome. That was great. <laughs> Good bit. Um, so, yeah, look. I saw Valerian, Ben. Um, it's fucking shit. It's, <laughs> it's just awful. So it's below Samantha and... Oh, yeah. Uh, When I saw... Let me tell you a secret. When I saw The Fifth Element, I didn't like it. But, in retrospect, I can see... I can see why people would enjoy it. It has the delightful... Oh, I'm going to get her name wrong. What's her name? I never get her name right. I don't know. Say her name incorrectly and then I'll correct you. I don't know what it is. She's in Resident Evil. Mila Jovovich. Mila Jovovich. Jovovich No Is it Miljovovich? It is Miljovovich Yeah Uh, It has her So that's good And she's good And it has Bruce Willis So that's good Bruce Willis back when he was When he was Prime real estate Yeah So I didn't like it at the time But I can I can I can enjoy it now Retrospect Valerian 
it's just it just doesn't make sense it's just a series of things happen for no reason but the real crime of Valerian is a lot of money the, 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 the design of the thing is incredible the scope and scale I believe are actually, quite something no the scope ah. and scale are actually pretty small oh. like most of it is spent on that space station oh it looks bigger than it actually really is it, it's actually a, quite a small little story there's two planets involved um, oh. but here's the thing mm. Dame Dehan of Chronicle fame of Chronicle which mm. is a great movie in which he plays a snivelling little weasel who gets superpowers he also played James Dean did he? in a failed biopic but you know yeah well you see he's not got star power na- I don't think that he hasn't got star power it's just he's good at snivelly weasels amazing story around too he Harry was alright as Harry Osborn that was an awful script I need the magic blood yeah give me the magic spider also, blood also Chris Cooper as Norman Osborn just got washed out yeah that was a bad film so Dane DeHaan I, I like Dane DeHaan I love Chronicle Chronicle is probably my favourite oh, superhero film don't um, like Max Landis well that's because he's got the wackiness and he's the basis for um, Lex Luthor he definitely is isn't he yeah um, so Dane DeHaan I think Dane DeHaan is a good actor man he's good at acting yes he does emotions and stuff but emotions is, and stuff yes but he is no Chris Pratt as in he's got no likability whatsoever no that character is Chris Pratt when you watch that if you ever watch ah. that movie if you ever watch the movie there's scenes where his partner Laureline does something that is, exasperates him who is my least favourite actress she's not an actress sorry who is the best possible female stand-in mannequin <laughs> that can move no well Carrie Delevingne Delevingne yeah Delevingne 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 yeah D-E-L not D-E-V in the alternate universe that Michael and Michael <laughs> Delevingne um, she's actually not horrible in this no Michael no. but no hold on wait a second Michael don't do it Michael. she's actually not horrible shut up Morgan <laughs> look me in the stop eye stop confusing people <laughs> stop Michael look me in the eye I can't even. Michael look me in the eye are and you, say that statement again are you being Ben or are you being I'm Morgan I'm being Ben I'm kidding no! I've been Morgan this whole time <laughs> it was a ruse <laughs> she, sorry there's no Morgan here anymore she is not that bad but I blame the director Luc Besson? Luc Besson. I blame the director because from scene to scene, from line delivery to line delivery, mm-hmm. we don't know if she's a badass, a flirt, and what's that word? In, ingenue, ingenue? Yeah, one of those. As in savant? No, as in like a, a manic pixie dream girl. Oh, we can't let's, let's not do it uh, we don't like we don't know what she is no. we don't know if she's no, bad we, we don't know if she's sassy we don't know if she's flirty we don't know if she's a, there's just no character development her character development is randomly is she the random lines. setting on a Tekken game she's the random setting on a jackhammer oh no that doesn't oh. make any sense that's my love making technique <laughs> Um, she is <laughs> that's good isn't it she is um, the person who listens to the podcast she is her delivery is all over the place yeah. sometimes she's kind of comical in the face of danger sometimes she's terrified in the face of danger sometimes she's terrified by something that is 
minorly threatening. Which is really not that large. It's yeah. Okay. And then completely like awestruck by something which she should be running away Sounds from. Terrible. And it, I don't blame her. I think it was the director's fault. Also, and this is borderline racist. Ooh. One of the problems with having a director who, for whom English isn't their first language directing English movies is I think sometimes he makes line delivery choices that a fluent person wouldn't make. He and has a, he struggles with collocation and, and no not no 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 delivery like someone oh. will say something. And it sounds odd. It sounds wrong. It sounds like they stumbled over because it. he's using French intonation to possibly to, to get map them speech patterns up. Yeah, or maybe he's picking the edit, and that's his favorite take because it reminds because him it, of home. It, it, not necessarily that it reminds him of home, but just because it works for him. But it doesn't work. Like there's a lot of times where um, Laureline does something exasperating, mm-hmm. and. Um, it, Valerian should say something like unbelievable yeah. or you know like but instead he says no instead he says unbelievable oh. and were Chris Pratt there he would have said unbelievable while shaking his hands and exas- shaking his head and exasperatedly yeah. throwing his hands unbelievable. up whereas whereas are you, are you watching this? You no, doing? that's not. That's, that's not good. Who's that? Who, who was am I that? doing? You're doing it, guy. That's it's so Marky, Marky Mark. Mark. <laughs> you're in a Marky Mark. What are you doing? Why are you gonna go through that no, portal? We're not, we're not going down this rabbit hole. Um, so we're not doing this. Yeah, but I don't have a Chris Pratt impression. No, apparently not. But yeah, so she walks through a portal that he tells her not to walk through, and he stands on his on his ex, and he goes, "Unbelievable!" And it's like, "That's it." Is he exasperated? Is he genuinely annoyed? Oh, like, pick one. Pick one. Pick, but, a, pick a feeling. Yeah. And the dialogue is weird. Like, there's a lot of weird okay. expositionary dialogue. Jarring yeah, dialogue. It's bizarre. The, the main aliens... C'est bizarre. The, the main aliens... How are we doing? We're doing just minutes. fine. We're doing pretty good. We're doing just fine. Uh, the main aliens are essentially the navi of the coast. Of... They wear white linen shirts and yeah. shorts. Yeah. Uh, you know Talk the Navi from... No. Think about everything... You know, the, I used to love nature, but now I just can't get enough of the marina. Why is Marky Mark in the marina? It's not Marky Mark. You know that's not Marky, Marky Mark, Mark in the, the marina. Mar- the mar- how, would they, how would Marky Mark even say marina? marina. Port. <laughs> Port. Port. Um, Why are you saying it so funny? Do you think you're better than me? Stop distracting me. What was I saying? <laughs> the Navi. This episode is... The Navi, right? The Navi. The, 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 Navi. the blue guys. The blue guys. Yeah. Tall, blue, <sighs> type aliens. No cultural footprint whatsoever. Yeah. Hmm. Imagine them, but they live on the coast this time. And everything that was jungly is now coasty. With reefs and reefs coral. And, and, and pearls and, yeah, and water. Mm-hmm. They live in fucking seashells. They live inside seashells. So very 60s. Um... No, it's just crap. But is that like a is that like a a nod to the sixties material where all fantastical words were very based on earthly ecosystems? Because that's the framework. No, it's the navi. It's the navi, but by the coast. Okay. I think Besson thinks this was his avatar, and that people would want to live with these things. I mean, do people want to live with the navi of the jungle? Yeah. Do you think? Yeah, people who don't really like sci-fi but 
really related to that movie. So the kind of people that we don't really get to talk to because yeah. they won't look at us. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, don't go see it. It's real bad. It's worse than Power Rangers. It's a band's Power Rangers. Yeah. <laughs> Let's move on. Copyright. Let's talk about something else. Yeah, fair enough. What else are we talking about, Michael? We're talking about, uh, we're talking about um, Legion. Legion. Did you like it? Loved it. Why did you like it? Um, first of all, I think it's rather unique. Go on. Uh, second of all, I am a huge fan of adapting obscure comic book characters, and I do not mean I do Moon not Knight. mean I do. Yeah, Moon Knight, the thing that got us all—it all started. What started the whole thing? Beautiful, glorious snowball, and now here we are. <laughs> Morgan Freemaning the day away. Don't do Morgan Freeman. Yeah. It, it uh, me... I enjoy obscure. <laughs> it just throws you off. It makes me so angry. <laughs> Is it that bad an impression? No, it's a pretty good impression. But <laughs> okay, thank God. Just more than um, fame and pseudosciencing really upsets me. Don't <laughs> talk about why you like obscure characters. <laughs> so I don't mean obscure in like a likely obscure way, as in um, Deadpool. Deadpool, like oh yeah, massive character. Oh, he's so alternative. He's not. It's he gained massive popularity in the comics, and then he went off. Mm-hmm. A character that didn't gain massive popularity in the comics is David Holler. Heller. Haller? Haller? Oh, it's Haller. 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 Um, I guess he's Haller if he's... Nah, I don't care. Um, so, uh, yeah. He's a really unusual and unique character. He was created by Bill... Sankiewicz? That Polish guy. Sankiewicz. Uh, and that's not racist, by the way. That's his name on Instagram. It's that Polish guy. That Polish guy. guy, is it? Yeah. The, oh, the cool. real the real that Polish guy uh, is what it's called on Instagram. That's, that's what cool. it's called on Instagram. Do we follow him? I follow him. Uh, but we'll have to follow him after this. Okay. Um, who is quite an impressive mixed media artist that does comics. Yeah, he's amazing. Came to huge prominence in the 90s with a series of quite... Daredevil. Alternative and... St- he does kind of really stark, juxtaposed imagery. And this is really cool. But he got a pass at a New Mutants story arc. Uh, who wrote the New Mutants at that time? Fabian Nikita? For him? I, if you're right on that one that's amazing that's possible uh, we won't stick it on a retraction list it's quite impressive though you, you, uh, so you I'm going to keep talking um, and David Holler is the illegitimate son of Charles Xavier right illegitimate is he illegitimate or just the forgotten son of Charles Xavier well they weren't married I suppose he's yeah illegitimate I feel like that's social yeah I don't say it yeah, he's just the bastard son he's the bastard son of Charles Xavier in the Shakespearean sense not in the socially judgy prejudiced way um, and he is one of the most powerful mutants on the planet he has reality warping no oh, uh, it was Chris Claremont he has reality warping powers so it wasn't who did you say Fabian Nick. wasn't him it's Chris Claremont Chris Claremont builds Polish Guy, well, hold on, maybe they weren't at the same time. Keep keep talking. I'm gonna. So uh, he has reality warping powers. He does all kinds of cool stuff. Um, but in the Legion TV series, he's uh, an Omega level um, mutant, mutant telepath, mm-hmm. and no, he can teleport. Telekinetic. Too. Can he tell? Oh, he can. Yeah. He can Sorry, too. he's a reality warper in this as well. Yeah. They've only hinted at the scope of his or at the scale of his powers. I think haven't they? Like he's, yeah, he's going to get into grips with it now. Yeah, but I mean, so. it's pretty obvious that he's one of the most powerful mutants. Yeah, absolutely. If not the most uh, powerful. If not the most powerful. Um, and in the series, no spoilers really. This is revealed by the second episode, isn't it? Yeah, well, he's being go. piggybacked by a parasite life form. 
um, that leeches on his massive telekinetic power and causes him to think that he has a mental illness. Yeah. I think in the comics he does have a mental illness. Oh, he does. He's in an insane zone. He yeah, he's, un- he's incapable of coherently thinking mm. or organising systems. Um, but what I really, really dig about this one is how obscure he is. And you know he's obscure because it took me ages to explain what he's all about. Yeah, it took a while. Um, like, he's very obscure. Um, I think he's awesome. He's a really cool character. He got a really nice run in a series called X-Men Legacy where they kind of explored his aftermath. I think they borrow some things from that, but it's mostly from that original 90s run. Um, and it's really cool. They Because it's such a strange character, and funnily enough, I think they draw a lot of inspiration from Bill that Polish guy Sankovich because it's very much a mixed media my media no mixed mixed media Um, experience the Um, TV show you're talking about I think so yeah like a a lot of the it's cobbled together from a lot of different genres it Uh borrows a little bit from column A a little bit from column B puts it all together some of the special effects are computer generated some of the special effects are very much animatronic and Hmm. costume based Um. And I think it's really interesting. I don't know whether that's intentional, but it's very much a bricolage effect that they kind of go for. Ooh, new word. Yep. New word. Claude Levi-Strauss, baby. Bricolage. Bringing things with incoherent meanings together to form one single narrative. Like David Lynch. Swish. What was that, Michael? Like David Lynch. Like David Lynch, you say, Michael. So, That was almost like a segue, Michael. What a segue. Stick in the picture of the segue when you're doing the video. Um, So look, Ben, I'm a David Lynch fan good because David Lynch is a man of exquisite talent he well he's also a bit of a weirdo he's a freak but here's the things I like Twin Peaks (gasps) why Michael Mm -hmm. quite a few Twin Peaks thing going on in this series yes Mulholland Drive classic I also Also, like that also odd yes new Twin Peaks is it good yes I don't watch it it's good Um, and this is kind of what I wanted to talk about because hmm. okay well first of all let's, let's talk about David Lynch a little bit yeah Mulholland Drive might even is David Lynch no he's, in, he's, in there. he's a director he does funny stuff Mulholland Drive okay. might everyone knows who David Lynch is Mul- oh, I don't have that much time either Mulholland Drive might be the best film in the world that's a grand statement Mulholland Drive is an incredible film it because there is lesbians in it but that's not why Michael are you sure that's not why you I'm like 100% it? sure Michael. although that it was a, it's, it's a, Michael it's very interesting remember the last see. time we, Mom, remember the last time I was like I wasn't watching it for the lesbians remember and I walked in uh, look uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't say that that's not true no I'm not saying anything we don't even live together I'm just saying don't shatter the narrative <laughs> we never leave the tiny room also that's a very traumatic scene in that movie it would be weird <laughs> yeah, thing it would to, be weird to get off to that to get off to um, <laughs> so look Twin Peaks Twin Pe- or Mulholland Drive Mulholland Drive in a lot of ways is Twin Peaks condensed and perfected wow yeah Mulholland Drive is a spectacular film it is and right down to the weird devilish hobo the weird devilish hobo there's the the cowboy who the you cowboy. you we will we will meet, if you do this correctly we will see each other once more I can't remember what he says and then if you don't we will see each other twice more what a great threat but 
well, who was he? Where did he come from? Why what was the point of him? I mean, one of the best things about Mulholland Drive is that there. It, you're my stomach. <laughs> that was my stomach. That was you. It also registered on the, wow. the massive sound blip on the, the sound. Um, Mulholland Drive can be interpreted as as a like you can interpret a plot out of it. Okay. Have you do, do you know help, Mulholland Drive? Help me. Do, I don't know it well enough. Right. So it's a series of weird things happen. Okay. Really it's bloody movie, bizarre. It? It's yeah. the movie Mulholland Drive. Yeah, I watched it when I was Have you not seen No, I've, Mulholland se- Drive? I've seen Mulholland Drive. How? But I watched it at a time when I was not intellectually capable. You weren't woke. I wasn't woke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> get get the to a nunnery. Definitely the name of this podcast Woke AF Woke AF so watch Mulholland Drive again right it's spectacular it seems to be just a series it's a dreamlike sequence of weird things happening and they seem possibly vaguely interconnected okay I'm not going to spoil it too much but you absolutely don't know what has happened by the end of it you have a vague feeling that a plot has happened Mm -hmm. but not in that horrible way like that bloody French film which French film? I can't remember what it's called. It's about the man with all the cars. I hate it. Wait, what? The man with all the cars, and he's a hobo, and he kidnaps Ava Mendez. Doesn't matter. Holy Motors is what it's called. What? It's it's a French film. It's it's a weird, existential, bizarre thing film. But it it it's non narrative. The place beyond the pines. No, Sorry. Holy Motors. Hang on. What? It's French. Sorry. Uh, what's happened now I understand what's happened now uh, because we were from an alternate reality what's happened now is we're one back. of the mics has swapped and one of the bends has swapped but we're both talking about things that happened in other realities so he's describing a movie that happened in his reality I don't have that reference point in my reality that's the tiny change that separates our universes holy motors so I think Mulholland that Drive. a quantum universe it? if you find the common reference point <laughs> this episode's weird as fuck the timelines have merged <laughs> so let me finish my sentence no Mulholland Drive I've fucking written this down and everything Mulholland Drive on first viewing could appear to be non-narrative Stop laughing, you prick. <laughs> I'm just doing my bit. You just laugh and I'm just doing my bit to the camera, to the mic. So, I'm not, so oh, This is so disrespectful. Please Mulholland Drive, on first viewing, could appear to be non-narrative. It could appear to be not a story. Non-linear. Yeah. No, not non-linear. Non-narrative. Like, that's what I was saying about Holy Motors. Holy like Motors... Bricolage. Even more so. Okay. It's not a story. Okay. It's a it's a cinematic it's a, experience, and you could almost say that about Mulholland Drive because it just refuses to make sense. Okay. And then on very 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 close inspection, there's a you can ring the sense out of it, and when you ring that sense out of it, by God, is it satisfying? Really? Oh, I'm gonna have to watch this movie with you. You're gonna have to explain it to me. Oh. Oh yeah, all right. We'll do that. Yeah, that sounds good. We'll do a. We'll are we gonna have a podcast where we watch we watch drive. Mulholland Drive and comment it? Yeah, we are definitely having that. Episode. Feel awkward during the sex scene. <laughs> that sounds awesome. Um, so it's it's oh it's spectacular when you wring that meaning out of it, and you might not even be right, but you're pretty sure you are. Mm-hmm. 
and by God, is it worth it. It's a great film, right? And the same can be said of Twin Peaks, and even the new Twin Peaks. There's some stuff that happens in the new Twin Peaks. Clear something up for me. Yeah, is on. the new Twin Peaks a continuation of the original Twin Peaks, yes. or is it a retelling of the no, Twin Peaks story? It's a continuation. Oh, weird. Yeah, in so much as it can be. In David Lynch universe. Yeah. So weird shit happens in the new Twin Peaks, and it's okay. definitely not explained. There's a thing, a monster comes and gets some people. Is it yellow-eyed? No. But a monster comes and gets some people, and I'm trying to avoid spoilers past episode four. Fair. A monster comes and gets some people, mm-hmm. and you're watching that monster getting those people, and you're thinking to yourself, is this ever going to have anything to do with the main plot of what's happening here? And you're thinking to yourself, no, it probably won't. Hmm. But if I watch this series again very carefully... It might. It might. And I might figure it out. Okay. Right? Okay. And, Benjamin, that's exactly how I felt at the start of Legion. That's exactly how I felt at the start of Legion 2. Right? Mm. And that was great. Yeah, because that's exactly what they were going for. Right? That the, was The body swapping, the... Lenny in the wall. The, yeah. Lenny in the wall. Who's Lenny? real? Who's Lenny? Yeah. Who's um, real? Who isn't real? Who's the woman? Like, who's the girlfriend? Who's yeah. the woman? Like, what? What? what's the timeline... What is the timeline? Well, we know now, but we didn't. Ah! You've hit the nail on the head. Mm. The, the quantum nail on the head. That's my biggest issue with Legion. What's the biggest issue with Legion? We know, we know everything. Yeah, that's true. They By the end of it, we know everything. They wrapped it up. Everything. It's all Lenny. T- well, but it wasn't Lenny. Because Lenny was real. It's all Lenny. Wink. But Lenny, but Lenny was real. Up At until he killed point. her. Wait, what? Yeah, the Lenny in the Wall. Lenny in the Wall is not real. No, Lenny in the Wall is real. Is she? Yeah, Lenny in the Wall was killed by girlfriend in David's body because she didn't have control of her powers. Was Lenny in the Wall not a... Was Lenny not a memory implanted on a former junkie friend? Because remember, it's a man at one point. Lenny is a man in the memory at one point. Are you sure Lenny existed? Yeah, I am. You know, see, this is making this seem like what I said about Mulholland Drive applies to Legion. It doesn't. We're just misremembering this. <laughs> Will Michael and Ben figure it out? <laughs> Was Lenny real? Is this all a quantum universe reality? Are you doing Liam Neeson or Stan Lee? I'm doing both. <laughs> Excelsior! Tune in next week to find out. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, that, we may never know the answer. I think um, we do though I think we do you're probably right I you probably paid do. more attention than I did I think we've just misremembered it I do. I well think, we are awfully good at that yeah I think Lenny the real Lenny the girl Lenny girl Lenny girl Lenny which was a word for me because that's also my name that's a Beach Boys song uh, she got killed by body swap by mistake and then the, the memory of her became the one of the memories of a manifestation okay. yeah but huh like that's weird yeah I think that's what happened but remember that scene where the Shadow King revealed himself yes what's the, what do they call him what's his actual name again? Farouk Farouk uh, he's been cast actually for season 2 oh they're gonna go back to the mail yeah he's a real bo- well I think it might be flashbacks and we see his original body okay, cool. do you know who they cast no the Algerian guy from Wonder Woman no yeah, that's amazing yeah he's definitely he's a great actor yeah he's definitely gonna have a fez he, oh, he is, absolutely. Yeah, for 100% for sure. Do you think they're going to work the Aurora Monroe storyline? I don't know. Mm, it's interesting. It's exciting, though, if they do. Yeah, it'd be kind of cool. Like, here's the thing, right? I, I know I'm kind of moaning about 
Legion here. It's still a great series. No, it's an amazing series. It just but didn't end the way you thought it was going to end. No, it didn't even not end. It ended very satisfyingly. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's good storytelling from start to finish. Yeah, it's a solid series. Nice great in from start to finish. Res. Well, no, not really in Mirius Res. Anyway, go on. But what my issue is, is that it's almost... It could have been so much more. But I think it stems from a fear for superhero genre-based things. Can't be too lynching. Yeah. You can't push the envelope until it breaks. Right. And, mm. I mean, the great thing is I think Lynch, David Lynch always has an answer. It's not like Lost, where they're making up mysteries that they I don't know the answer to. They wrote themselves into a corner and they already accepted the bonus from Fox. Yeah. Right, exactly. So it's not that type of situation with David Lynch. He, he knows what he's doing. Much more than Lindelof. Damon Lindelof? No, that's an actor, isn't it? Really? Maybe it's not. Um, but more, much more, he knows where he's going. Mm. And mm. you can watch a David Lynch thing and trust that these are going to be satisfyingly weird things that you can't explain. Trust in Lynch? Yeah. That's that's what we're calling... This episode. I thought no, it was this, this movement... Trust in Lynch, but imagine if they had had the commitment to do that with Legion. How do you think it would have turned out? Possibly less popular. Absolutely, I think there would be no season two if you did that. Possibly, like the first three Even or four episodes of Legion are just amazing. They um, are because they make no, and you get to piece. You see, I get the satisfaction you're talking about because as they were slowly. Like I said, it's completely disparate. Like there's just like boom, 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 boom. Childhood, fifties, eighties, seventies, sixties. Like we, just we never had a dog. Just yeah, like just king. King's not king. Like ooh, ooh. But here, like even and then you got to you got that little grain every once in a while. There'd be a little reference in one memory that that kind of fit with another one. Yeah, but then they told you everything anyway. Yeah, see, and that was a great scene. That was probably Aubrey Plaza's best scene. Aubrey Plaza was amazing. The the villain reveal. She's great. When she came in and said, "I'm not Lenny. I'm the Shadow King, and I was King your dog as well. And I'm that weird thing you keep seeing. Very scary." Oh, that that thing is. I got so uncomfortable watching that show initially because the the glimpses of that they really let your memory fill in the. The, the blank and it re- or not your memory your imagination I was just like oh it made me so uncomfortable but that's what I'm saying and, so and then they stopped doing that and told you because you never knew what it was but then they told you everything yeah I just gave it away and it became very traditionally superhero-y as well like it became such non-metaphysical thing mm-hmm. and it was so good as a mm. that's see, a very Lynchian thing as well though is that unnamed dread yeah yeah see what I'm saying yeah they did really well with the first four yeah I, I feel my, like I might have ruined the legion on you <laughs> I just, I just realised what I loved so much about it and then came not to love so here's what I'm saying I to you I fell out of love I'm like penguins often of... do <laughs> contrary to Morgan no Freeman's such, no such thing as love penguins don't have the biological the chemistry the biochemistry they don't love it's just Again, it's a human thing look it doesn't matter um, careful now you're on the wagon table. here's my recommendation okay first recommendation watch my home drive I will and okay. Don't spoil it for yourself by looking up theories before you watch it or anything. Just watch it. I don't do reviews. Yeah, just watch it. Just watch it and go, what the fuck is that? What's going on? Who's that woman? What in the tits? Oh, there they are now. (laughs) (laughs) Just watch Mahone Drive. One, two, three, four. Right? You don't need 
to have seen the original Twin Peaks to enjoy the new Twin Peaks. Oh, good. Yeah. I so, may enjoy that more. Yeah. I struggle with the 80s sometimes. Watch. The original Twin Peaks is a hard watch. I now. It, it hasn't aged terribly well and the scary stuff isn't that scary anymore oh. a lot of people I know from the 80s were terrified of Twin Peaks well it was a different time it was it's AIDS less <laughs> 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 I think uh. and uh, my final recommendation is avoid AIDS uh, was Lenny uh, a former man or uh, did she actually get melded into a wall uh, let us know in the comments down below do you think that Morgan Freeman is doing more uh, than right wing questions in America to set science back um, let us know in the comments below as well um, this has been uh, Michael and Benjamin uh, who are part of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles from Earth 6182 <laughs> um, Michael and Benjamin from Earth X194 will be back next week um, yeah let us know bye bye bye